Hey, Dawn here with a helpful hint. One of my favorite ways to listen to podcasts is by speeding them up. It gives me the opportunity to listen to more of them and to re-listen to my favorite ones. So if you find that this podcast goes a little bit slow for your taste, by all means, turn up the speed. I listen in Overcast personally because I like the control it gives me over the speed of the podcast. All right, on to the goodies. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome to the Mental Wellness Wake-Up Show, a weekly podcast where growth-minded, creative people come to learn best practices from both spirituality and psychology that create lasting well-being. I am your host, mental wellness expert, improvised acting teacher, therapist, and coach, Dawn McMillan. Let's get to it, beautiful humans. (laughs) One of my friends told me that my podcast sounds scripted. It is not. Um, I generally have maybe a couple of notes or ideas of things that I want to share. And then I just freestyle off of that. And it can be fairly easy because it's something that I have just been recently geeking out on or something that comes up a lot for me in, in therapeutic pursuits. And so I'm usually pretty able to wing it in a way that is fairly coherent. But today, it's probably not going to sound as coherent because I'm thinking aloud. One of my, please ignore the dog getting comfortable on the couch behind me. One of my personality habits is that I tend to like to think things through before I speak. And I know a lot of people don't really know what they think until they start talking, right? They're very extreme verbal processors. They talk in order to think. Not my normal habit, but that's kind of what we're doing this morning. And the reason why we're here is because I recorded a whole separate episode this morning and I decided not to share it with you. What's that about? Well, what I have noticed is that my most popular, most shared episodes are the ones that are really heavily leaning into how. Here are the steps to do the thing. And what I was talking about in the podcast I chose not to share is really just a challenge, a challenge to look in the mirror and fess up, to fess up. And it's one of the harder parts of psychotherapy too, is that we are a culture of people who really just want to feel good. But sometimes you have to embrace the shadow. You have to confront the shadow. You have to, in fairy tale mythology or symbology, go into the woods and see the monsters and overcome them before you can come out the other side. What I have discovered though, is that nobody, not nobody, people are really hesitant or averse to having that shadow work to, to admitting the ways in which they are flawed, the ways in which we are flawed. And I think part of the reason is subconsciously, unconsciously, we're so convinced that we are broken, that there's something so deeply, profoundly wrong with us that we don't want to talk about it or acknowledge it because that part of us is afraid that everyone's going to see through us and discover what a mess we actually are. Does that make sense? We don't want to say I'm wrong because we feel so deeply wrong that we don't want to admit it and then people will reject us. 
So what I want to share with you is one of my own shadows, perhaps as a way of reaching out to you to acknowledge your own. I had a situation recently uh, where I was having trouble getting along with someone. Now you might be saying, as I sometimes say to myself, or the bully in my brain says to me, uh, aren't you supposed to be a therapist? Aren't you supposed to be this meditating, enlightening kind of person? Shouldn't you be above that? Probably, but you know, no, no, I am not. There are still people who can get under my skin. And I judge myself for that. Like, oh man, I can't believe that happened again. Because I do not want anyone to have the power to knock me off my path, to cause me to behave in ways that are out of alignment with my own values. Do not want that. And every time I think, okay, I've processed through some of that. I'm doing better. The universe and all of its kindness is like, oh yeah, you got this? Here, I'm going to bring this person into your world right now. Let's see how you do. So with this particular person, they fit a profile. They fit a profile. (laughs) If I were to give you all the personality traits of this person, you would say, hey, and the last person that I had a similar issue with, I think you too would recognize that they're kind of the same person in different bodies. Only this person is a lighter, more evolved (laughs) version of that last personality type. So have you noticed patterns? Have you noticed patterns? Are you willing to acknowledge patterns that the neighbor that just you can't stand is remarkably similar to that one person in junior year of high school or the guy at the shop. Like, do you have a blind spot? Do you have a trigger? Is there a specific kind of situation that keeps repeating? Are you dating the same person in different bodies? Are you finding the same jobs with different titles? Are you repeating a pattern of suffering? You are. You are. We all do it. And the reason why it happens is that we have those unresolved things, those unresolved traumas, those unembraced, unintegrated shadow parts. And when we don't resolve our traumas, when we don't confront and embrace and integrate those shadow parts of us, we will continue to project them onto other people, right? So I'm telling you that my particular challenge shows up in the same way, like different degrees. But when I think about all of the people that I like just couldn't figure out how to get along with, and mind you, I have developed a decent set of getting along with skills, right? I, I, I have some skills, so why aren't I using them? The question really becomes, does it actually have anything to do with that person? Or are they reflecting back to me an aspect of myself that I am unwilling to embrace, acknowledge, or accept? And am I projecting it onto them because something about them matches that enough to where it sticks? Here's what I mean. If I'm unwilling to 
embrace the part of me that um, I'm not going to use my actual one. I'm not giving you guys a key to how to mess me up. <laughs> so let's say I am unwilling to face the part of myself that is a hypochondriac, right? There's a part of me that kind of exaggerates my symptoms and feels sorry for myself real fast. If I am not willing to embrace and accept that part of me, you can bet when I see someone who gets kind of, oh, I stubbed my toe and now I'm falling apart. I'm going to have a problem with that person. Be like, oh, oh my God, can you believe how he acts? He just has a little sniffle and he acts like he's dying. Meanwhile, not recognizing that I do that, that whenever something goes mildly wrong in my world, I'm like, oh my God, it's the worst thing ever. Makes sense? So I've been confronted with this, this particular personality type and I'm not using the skills that I have. Why? What about them that I am rejecting is a part of me? That I have rejected. So take a moment. I want you to reflect on those people or those situations that repeat that you don't like, that you don't love, that you don't enjoy, that you don't accept. Take a moment and ask yourself, how am I like that? It's a little uncomfortable sometimes. How am I like that. There's a couple of people in my world who don't get along with each other and they both accuse the other one of being a diva. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> that's why you don't like her because you're like, I'm, I'm the diva. How dare she try to take my diva spotlight? So just honestly say to yourself, the person that like, ugh, you're just like, you, you grit your teeth that they just really get under your skin. I want you to look at yourself in the mirror, possibly literally, and say, how am I like that? I heard an interview with, oh my gosh, her name just escaped me recently, a spiritual teacher. And she said that one of the ways that she's been working on herself when someone does something that is not what she would prefer, she's like, oh yeah, I've done that. Someone promises, it, promises you that they'll deliver something by a certain time and they don't do it. You say to yourself, I've done that because you have. You have. Someone throws a temper tantrum over something small and you want to judge them. Stop. I've done that. Someone shows up in your environment and you're just like, I cannot get along with this person. How am I like them? And your ego is going to be like, I'm not like them. I don't do this. I don't do that. Oh, there's a big sign that yes, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. So my invitation to you today really is to do that honest assessment of your, try to find your own blind spots. And the way to find it is what is the pattern? What is the pattern? What keeps showing up? Like, oh my God, I can't believe that I'm having to deal with this type of XYZ again. Well, if you are, it's because you have rejected that part or that situation or that style of person in your 
self. And rather than being mad about it, let's be grateful that this opportunity to evolve more, to embrace more, to grow more has shown up. So one of the best ways to do it, if this is showing up in your external world, is to do forgiveness work on that person. To do the Ho'oponopono or the version that you like on that person. If you're the kind of person that has a daily prayer practice, put that person in your daily prayers. But as you're saying, you know, I, you know, I love Bob Smith. I forgive Bob Smith. You also want to say, I am Bob Smith and I love myself. I forgive the parts of myself that I see in Bob Smith, right? You want to acknowledge that the work you're really doing is on you, is is your own. All the ways that I have rejected the Bob Smith in myself, I now embrace and accept. Whatever spiritual practice works for you. But really, when it comes down to it, the work can be done within. And when we do the work within, it's miraculous how the world outside of us begins to change. So there you have it. There you have it. And let me know, like, are are you willing to have these conversations with me where I call you and me out a little bit? It can be a little less fun. (laughs) It can be a little less fun than, you know, hey, here's the five steps to overcome your fear of water and embracing the shadow, looking at the shadow, accepting those parts of us that are uncomfortable. That's the deep work that creates transformation so beautiful that A, you may forget that you were ever any other way. That's the tricky part. Sometimes in psychotherapy, people transform so much, they don't even remember what it was like before. But you can transform so much that you don't even recognize that other life. Like you'll read your journal and be like, wait, what? So here we are, an invitation to reach deep, do the work, and transform so that life gets even more glorious. And you know what? You, beloved little friend, you deserve a really glorious life. I am not kidding here. You're so amazing that I know for a fact that you are worthy, whole, complete, and perfect right here, right now. Okay. See you next time. I am so honored that you share time with me. If you've listened this far, then something here was of value to you. Would you please be a friend of the podcast and share it with at least one other person? The podcast is available on most platforms, including YouTube, and I need your help to get the word out. So please like, subscribe, and share, and a five-star review on iTunes would be chef's kiss. Thank you so much. See you next time.